This episode of the Nerd Up Podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Hits WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you. Hey, you at home, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What kind of stupid show is this? Ugh, this is stupid. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. We are two wild and crazy guys. This is not that kind of show. There is nothing more entertaining than oh, oh, that show. You ready to do this? I'm ready. Showtime. Now, come on, baby, tell me who's the nerd. It's time for the Nerd Up Podcast, and here's your pod host, Guilty Wilson. Nerd Up! Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast. I'm uh, Guilty Wilson, along with... Uh, how do we do this again? It's I, been a minute or two since we've done it, right? I know. It's, it's By the way, I'm Tony Collins, yeah. uh, known on the air at Classic Hits, WTYE, as Captain Radio. Yeah, and you know, we should you should get demoted after not doing a podcast for... What's it been? Well, I don't know. Somebody was Whew. busy being a thespian. <laughs> you know. Well, you know that. Hey, and not only that, but we had uh, our our uh, harvest festival thing. We had to work gear up for. Yes. We had a lot of things go on that took our time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Podcast was apparently uh, unfor- putting aside. Yeah, unfortunately, the podcast fell by the wayside during uh, you know uh, what Labor Day in Palestine. Yeah, and then we had the Heath Harvest Festival here in Robinson uh-huh. with a first annual. I hate saying first annual, but. WrestleFest. Yeah, Heath Harvest WrestleFest. That was a blast. So, uh, let's see here. Yeah, so we, I mean, we were busy. And then I did the stage show at uh, Lincoln Trail College, the one-act play that goes wrong, and we had some good times. It was totally tied up by that. Yeah. Uh, but now, Yeah, you were pretty preoccupied. I couldn't yeah. even talk to you about work stuff. I know. For like three months straight. I, I just kept saying, uh, new job, who dis? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, today... We brought back the Nerd Up Podcast, and it's going to be a good one. We're going to talk about uh, a, a con coming up, a horror con, The Bride of Franken-Con. And we're going to talk with uh, Corey Keelan and Jed Bryan. You know Jed, the yeah. friend of the podcast. Jed's sitting right over there. Oh, yeah. He's here, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, hello. <laughs> Jed makes films. <laughs> yeah. I, I was I was very excited. Uh, I know you got your uh, Blu-ray copy yes. of 1031 Part 3. Yes. And uh, you couldn't wait to tell me. Oh, the trailer's posted, and I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we did a faux trailer for this movie. This It's kind of a grindhouse horror film type thing, you know, where they have the fake trailers in them all. Then. And I'm like, all right, this is cool. And of course, being a Jed Bryan film, you knew it was going to be good. And uh, it turns out to be really awesome. And I was like, well, we need to make a whole movie now. But anyway, so that got contributed. And then the trailer comes out, and I'm like, we made the trailer. <laughs> a trailer is in the trailer. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And not only is your ugly mug there but your uh your your voice is right. too my my uh dulcet tone uh, your dulcet tones yeah. let's hear the line let's hear the line hey you're not supposed to be here <laughs> like, we, is that like it we need yeah. to do another take yeah. <laughs> I think so. oh I, I yeah okay well uh, yeah we'll be talking with jed and uh cory keelan talk about bride of frank then we're going to talk to jed alone <laughs> We're not going to ask for movie uh, recommendations, no, though. we are not. We are not. <laughs> but we uh, will talk about the Greasy Strangler. Uh, but uh, 
Wait, Je- that's a that's a Jed Bryan movie recommendation. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and we'll talk. You got some projects coming up, Jed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got so, some stuff coming up. All right, so. we'll, we'll talk about those coming up. So uh, sit back, relax, make sure your uh, tray table's in its upright lock position because you're in for a ride on the Nerd Up podcast. Coming up right after this. Have you ever wondered what makes Eagle Theater possible? It's you. In a world of Netflix, Amazon Prime, and YouTube, it's your loyalty to Eagle Theater that makes first-run movies here a thing. And we want to say thank you with the annual popcorn bucket. Buy the annual bucket and you're set to say. When you buy the bucket, we'll fill it for free. And each time you come back for another visit, we'll fill it for just $3.50. Buy the bucket, support the Eagle Theater, and say... Welcome to another episode. Oh, wait, we already did that intro. See, it's been too long, Tony. I know. Uh, so now we're back. Now you because... need to do Welcome Back. Yeah, Welcome Back. Up. Okay, hold on. Let's see it. One, two, three. <sighs> welcome back to the Nerd Up Podcast. Is that right? Well, I'm not going to edit that out because people need to know that when we take time off, it, you know. <laughs> you forget how to talk? Uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've got Corey Keelan and Jed Bryan in the studio today, and we're going to be talking about Bride of Franken-Con, and that's coming up in Louisville. Is that right? Louisville? Knoxville. Knoxville. I knew it was somewhere down south. So. <laughs> in June. Knoxville in June. That's right, because it's a great Fred Astaire movie, and uh, maybe not. Anyway, uh, it's a, a, a horror convention, horror movie convention. Uh, Jed is going to be one of the uh, uh, attendees, or no, what, what do you call it? A uh, vendor? A guest. A guest? He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a guest. I'm oh, a guest. guest. Okay. Yeah, he guest. specifically wants you to make sure you get that right, because he's pretty excited about being a guest. And he doesn't have to pay to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, vendors probably have to pay. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, that makes sense. We appreciate when they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not necessarily they do. They always, but, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, Jed's going to be there. We're going to talk about Jed uh, uh, throughout this. But mainly, we're going to focus on Corey because Corey's the guy putting this together pretty much. And so, Corey, uh, tell us, what is Bride of Frankencon, first of all? Um. Well, Thank you for asking. And let me say, I have two business partners, okay? So it's, of it's actually three of us that run the thing. It's uh, Richard Yule, uh, Matt Henry, and then myself. Um, and really, that's like the secret sauce is sort of the mixture of the three of our opinions and attitudes and, and work <laughs> ethics, I think, is what makes Franken-Con special. But um, yeah, it's a horror con. Um, we're all big fans of the genre. And, um, you know, Richard and I had sort of a long history of going to conventions and events like this. Matt has a, a very strong background in uh, pro wrestling and oh. pro wrestling promotion and event promotion. So um, we all kind of came from different like avenues, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a horror con uh, born out of love. I, basically. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. the way they should be because other than that, it becomes commercial and then, uh, you know, it's weird. <laughs> It's like yeah. just a, it's just a money grubbing opportunity at that point. So, uh, and let and let you know, Bride of Frankencon sounds like a fun one because you've got Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy. I mean, come on, oh, yeah. And I, I saw that on there. And I mean, I remember. I mean, I, I'm an old radio guy from way back, and I remember when Joe Bob Briggs just had a radio thing that he'd do. Uh, you know, uh, I forget diners. Uh, no, not that's a that's a TV show. Anyway, but he would rate his movies based on blood, breasts, and beasts, and I think he still does that way. But that was like, yeah, that's a way a horror film needs to be rated: blood, breasts, and beasts. Right. So, but three I'm, bees. Yes, and I, and so uh, you had me at Joe Bob. So we're good on that. So, so what else is going to be going on at this con? What kind of things are going to happen? 
Oh man, uh, we've got all sorts of stuff. So, so the first year, well, it was it was this year. It's weird we're talking about, you know, we say last year, but the the first <laughs> event was in May. Okay. Right? The first first FrankenCon was in May. Um, we did a one day thing. Uh, we had Joe, Bob, and Darcy at that one too, and they were such a big hit, and they were so great to work with. We're like, why don't we just have them back uh, <laughs> and and do it for two days and see how that goes? Because ah. You know, it's uh, it, it's just an astronomical amount of work, but uh, it's it's so much fun. Um, we're gonna have screenings uh, of different films. Uh, we're gonna have, of course, we have more celebrity guests. Uh, I can mention several here. Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. She's a huge fan favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. C.J. Graham that played Jason in uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Jason Lives. Cool. Uh, he's 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 a big hit with the fans. Yep. And then. If you guys have, you guys have heard of this movie, but you know, like Cannibal Holocaust is one of the most like, um, what's the word? I'm losing the word, but like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Disturbing. Yeah. It's just, it's disturbing. It's, uh, it's Ooh. got a reputation about it. You know, it's banned in multiple countries. All right. I'm um, in. <laughs> so. Jed, what is it with you and your friends liking movies that are banned in other parts of the world? Well, it, it's a good one. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust. If you've never seen it, it's really actually the director, uh, if Corey, correct me if I'm wrong, got, charged with murder they thought because they thought the people were actually killed in the movie <laughs> oh wow he, yeah he did go to court and yeah, had to bring those people in as witnesses to say oh wow alive. I'm, I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yeah <laughs> oh wow yeah. wow but we've got a star from that movie his name's Carl Gabriel York that's it's it's a weird one because a lot of the uh the uh, actors that were in that one don't like to talk about it anymore because it is controversial that's the word I was okay for. oh okay it's incredibly controversial. There is actually like the the actual, you know, full cut of the movie actually has like animal violence in it that was real, not oh uh, <laughs> special effects. So oh. that's that will get you in trouble with yeah. with with PETA and just basically anybody really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not doing a screening of it. But <laughs> we are having <laughs> we are having Carl Gabriel York do a a panel. Uh, where he's talking about like the true story behind Cannibal Holocaust. So some of the stories from the set and, oh, cool. you know, they did film this thing in the jungle. So it's an Italian cannibal movie filmed in, in the jungle. And you're <laughs> going to get to hear about it at Bride of Frankencon from the guy in the movie. Right on, so. right on. Yeah. Cause that's one of those, uh, you know, you get, you get those types of movies. Uh, we were talking about one earlier, but, uh, you know, those types of movies, they all of a sudden develop a life of their own and rumors start to create, get created that never mm-hmm. happened in the movie or anything else, but you know it just kind of follows the the mythology with that movie. So every time you hear it, that something else is going to hear different. But you're going to actually hear from the guy the true story of what happened in Cannibal Holocaust. That's kind of neat, actually. <laughs> I, I think most of what you hear about that movie that sounds unsavory is probably true. <laughs> uh, okay. When, yeah. it, when it's uh, that really kind of movie, you don't need to embellish, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no, you don't exaggerate on this one. It's it, it happened. So, <laughs> well, nice. Uh, so now again, what are what are the dates on this? I know it's coming up in, in 2023. Yeah, uh, it's June 9th and 10th. Uh, we're, we decided to do a Friday, uh, Friday afternoon slash evening into Saturday show. Okay. okay. Uh, we didn't do the Sunday thing because. Uh, you know, no offense to any other events. We love cons, but like I just, you know, Sunday at a con is not it's not usually the peak day. Right. right like, right. you know, yeah. Saturday is really where it's at. And 
Yeah, Sunday is you know, usually we just to do two days. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually a, a Sunday con, a con on a Sunday is like when all the vendors are starting to pack up and people come in late. And like, oh, they're already gone. Darn. They're all down to the small t-shirts. Yeah, and, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, now we did decide to do something a little different this time too. Um, Joe Bob is Joe Bob's awesome. Okay, like uh, that really sort of made the first event for me like when i reached out and was like oh i could actually have joe bob at something you know i want him for my birthday party or whatever <laughs> but, uh, so what we're going to do is the thursday before frankencon so june 8th there is a separate ticketed event uh where joe bob's going to do a one-man show called how Redneck saved hollywood <laughs> and it's a separate ticketed event it's about a two-hour um two-hour one-man show uh he's gonna show lots of clips from movies and just basically talk about you know how these uh sort of southern films like think about um you know uh Smokey and the bandit oh, or yeah. uh deliverance things like that how these movies really made such an impression on hollywood um uh, so he's gonna do that thursday night and he's also gonna do a like a meet and greet before and after that um and we've that that event is only going to be for like 200 people so okay uh that's going to go pretty quick but uh yeah, yeah so. we wanted to have him do something else he's just such a like an immensely entertaining dude like, yeah 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 he's well, just really cool well i think I, i'm not sure about his history or his past but i i there's a bit of a comedian in him uh, when he does his reviews, and uh, like I said, when I used to do them on the radio, uh, his reviews, there was just every time you'd get a chuckle, no matter how horrible the movie was, he would make it seem like you want to go to it. So it's like, yeah, you got someone that can entertain the crowd like that. Well, a am I completely out of my mind, or did he used to host like a, like one of the late night Friday creature feature things on one of the channels? Mm -hmm. Am I am I completely misremembering that? I feel like. I remember seeing him do that kind of thing, sort of an Elvira. -esque. I think he did it on Cinemax, actually. Is that what it was? It's a, would you know, Corey? <laughs> so okay, so yeah, I, I've I've now heard him talk about this in in person, and it's awesome. Uh, that was that, by the way, at the first Frank and Con, I got to host the Q and A with Joe Bob and Darcy, and I was more worried about blowing that than I was about <laughs> like really financially screwing up with the event. <laughs> like, I was so nervous. Anyway, it went great. Anyway, but uh, yes, he did a show called um, uh, Joe Bob's Drive In. Mm -hmm. I think that was on the Movie Channel. He also oh, did a show Channel. called Monster Vision. Yes. on TNT that's probably what you're thinking that's of. the one I'm thinking of yeah on TNT because I, I you know uh, I was thinking it was a channel I had access to and <laughs> TNT would have mm -hmm. been would have been one of them you know we had satellite back in the day but most of the channels <laughs> were scrambled <laughs> yeah so well TNT also but, had wrestling on it so well yeah <laughs> so there oh, yeah Ted Turner had everything going right on. yeah right. yeah so, yeah. Um, all right. So uh, I got to ask this, Corey. I mean, I, I, I understand myself why I love horror films. I know why Jed does after talking with him. I know why Tony likes sure. horror films. Why do you like horror films? Why did you want to do a con based on horror films? So, um, I mean, ever since I can remember, like I was a, I was a monster kid, right? Like mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily like gore and really, really scary things as a kid. But I grew up around... Uh, comic books. My my dad, uh, he's always been a big 
collector. So mm-hmm. there was always comic books laying around, famous monsters of Filmland magazines laying around, stuff like nice. that. They would buy me, you know, masks and action figures and stuff. So I, you know, a lot of that stuff didn't scare me. Um, I guess when I was a teenager, yeah, when I was in high school, I started watching, you know, slasher movies. I went back and watched Texas Chainsaw from 74. <laughs> um, which, by the way, just quick aside, I watched that after getting a sausage pizza from, <laughs> I don't know, some pizza place. My parents were like, yeah, you can watch it. You want a pizza? And I, mm-hmm. I was like, I want a sausage pizza. I want to sit here and watch this VHS of huh. Texas Chainsaw by myself in the living room. And so I did that, which it seems kind of weird in hindsight. I'd never let my kids do that. Um, but I loved it. Um, but when I watched uh, the 68 Night of the Living Dead in high school, mm-hmm. I really, I bought it sort of almost as a joke, right? Like I saw it in the, in the little $2 VHS right. and at Walmart. And I said, Oh, this is going to be goofy. It's, it's a, it's a colorized version of a zombie movie. And I watched it. I was so blown away by that movie. It's, mm. it's, it's to this day, my favorite film. Like it's, uh, it really kind of solidified my love for this stuff. So, um, mm. fast forward past that. I got into collecting, uh, like Halloween masks, you know, make, I started making, Jason masks, like the ah. replica hockey masks, uh, podcasting, like a uh, podcast called Spooky Dudes I've done for a while. Uh, and that's how I met Richard. That's how I met my business partners. Um, that's, ah. that's how I met Jed, too. Um, <laughs> that's how I so met Jed, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like we ought to do a public service announcement for those younger members who might be listening. Uh, do we need to explain what a VHS is? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jed's got a movie that's just got released on VHS, didn't yeah, you? I yeah, had, I went to uh, Flashback Weekend. That was the first weekend we had the unlisted owner director's cut VHSs. And a guy came up to me and said, my daughter just saw one of those VHSs and she thought they were books. <laughs> so I opened it up to show her exactly what was inside. And she goes, oh, that's weird. And I'm like, well, that's, yeah. that's how, how, used we, to, that's how that's we used to watch movies. Yeah. Be kind, rewind. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Oh, hang on. Go adjust the tracking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's I was I was the remote oh, yeah, in my yeah. house when Dad was watching a movie. Oh, yeah, that's still... Go adjust the tracking, boy. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? As a total aside here, VHS uh, brings me back to, like, some old movies. I mean, I remember, I remember when VHS first came out, they were, like, it's like 100 bucks a movie. You know, I, I wanted to buy uh, one movie in particular on VHS. It was Phantasm. And it was like 78 bucks, I think, is what I saw when it was. And this is when VHS were first popular. Right. Okay, this is. I'm old. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but I wanted a fa- copy That's of Phantasm. That's a good story, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm like, well, I'm not buying that. But, but that kind of reminds me. We'll go around the room here and uh, and, and uh, across the digital lines, too. But I want to find out from each one of you st- sitting here what your absolute all-time favorite horror movie is. And I'll start. Mine is Phantasm. I love that movie. You guys reminded me of Phantasm talking about VHSs. So, but, yeah, Phantasm is my absolute favorite horror movie next to Jed Bryant's. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> good save. Good save. Tony, what was your favorite? Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of the the more cheesy 80s uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. But Mm -hmm. I have a special soft spot for the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Mm -hmm. if for no other reason than it's the one that I sat with my dad and watched. Uh You know, my dad was huge into horror flicks. And so 
whether I was the right age to watch that kind of stuff or not, my mom would very much disagree, vehemently disagree. <laughs> my dad would go, oh, just leave him alone. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd have to say the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right. All right. Jed, what's your all-time favorite? This is, I, I've never asked you this before. Uh, it is Lon Chaney's Phantom of the Opera. Ah, uh, that makes okay. Oh, man. And I'm a classic horror nerd and uh it's to me that film uh basically set the standard set the bar of what horror especially you know u.s made horror films were mm. supposed to be mm-hmm. and uh, lon cheney's makeup effect i mean not only to be able to create that makeup but to be able to keep it consistently and do that on himself and you know just you know his overall performance in that film just you know it set up the universal monsters yeah so. was his was his uh the silent film Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They actually. Uh, it's kind of crazy. If you if you look up, uh, I think it's Angry Video Game Nerd. He does a thing about uh, the, the Lantern Man that's in Phantom, mm-hmm. and how many different versions of the film there actually were. I mean, there was multiple versions made oh, wow. of this film. They even did a speaking version, like in the 30s. It's kind of there's only certain clips of it that are available to see, mm. but. Uh, that Lon Chaney in his contract, he could not, his voice could not be dubbed, and he was actually at a different studio at that point in time. So hmm. when they did the the actual speaking version, you know, they dubbed the actors, but Lon was still, you know, title cards. Oh, so wow. it was, okay. was kind of, it was kind of a, you know, to me that movie definitely set the bar. So Phantom's always had like a real special place in my heart for that. All right. Well, All I right. think that's one of the reasons I like. Uh, some of the small indie stuff like you do, Jed, because of the use of practical effects. Yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a practical effect, visual effects. I mean, uh, you know, computer generated stuff they can do some spectacular things with. But I think a lot of the horror movies kind of stay true to that practical effect aspect of of. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get the kind of grounded, visceral effect from practical stuff mm-hmm. that you can't accomplish that you kind of miss if you do uh, digital effects. Yeah. yeah. All right, Corey, what's your, I got I to gotta know what's your absolute all-time favorite horror film and well, why? Well, you guys, I mean, you guys, uh, you guys picked absolutely, it's really weird. Like every movie <laughs> you guys picked would absolutely be in my top ten Um <laughs> I mentioned before Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. it's not just my favorite horror movie. It's my favorite movie of all time. I just think oh, that wow. um, Romero, I mean, he made the end-all, be-all zombie films for me. I mean, there's other great zombie movies, Train to Busan and, um, you no. know, things of that nature. But, uh, I mean, people stuck in a house with a bunch of zombies outside. <laughs> I, you can't get much better than that. The tension. So that that would okay. Now I, you know what, and that's the thing. That's one thing I've always thought about that movie in particular, uh, especially recent years. It's like that's you know uh, public domain. You know anybody can buy it, show it, and do whatever they want with it. And uh, um, it's 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 weird that that classic horror film of Night of the Living Dead. People can do whatever they want with it, and I mean, you can buy it at uh, on a ba- box of Cheerios. On the back of the box, there's a DVD. I've actually got one <laughs> that I got from a box of Cheerios years ago. It's like, wow, that's weird. I get Night of Living Dead here. That's a real sore subject too with those with the guys I, involved because oh, there, right? there was something that happened with the copyright that didn't go right. So because technically it shouldn't be public domain, right? I mean, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse is getting ready to be public domain, and uh-huh. Mickey Mouse has been around a lot longer than yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh just recently. <laughs> public domain and that's why we're getting winnie the pooh blood and honey uh kind of low budget (laughs) horror flick 
uh, set in the Winnie the Pooh universe. I don't know. It doesn't look too low a budget. No, I mean, it, it, the, the visual effects look pretty good. Yeah. Well, and, and that's one of those, to be perfectly honest, I think I'm going to have to watch just out of sheer ridiculous curiosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm. that's my reason to watch it. It's. It might be a good movie, but who knows? Are there any current, like, modern horror movies that, that you guys really love, gravitate to? Uh, let's start out with Corey on that one, yeah. What's, what's a good how, more modern one? What, what's my limitation here? Like, how modern do you want to Your question. Be, like, just came out this year? Or? No, I'd say, you know, within the last decade or so, do you have one that stands out? Um, yeah, I, the, for me, like, the Babadook is a Ooh, yeah. like a five out of five movie um mm-hmm. i really mm-hmm. like the stuff from ari aster you know hereditary and midsommar uh jordan peele is just guy, killing it yeah he is yeah he is so i was gonna uh, say that uh his uh his first one uh crap what was the name of it uh get out get there out. we go get thank out. you yeah. yeah yeah get out i think that was just a masterpiece and that if, that's gonna be mine that's where i'm gonna list so you guys already know my answer but anyway <laughs> Jed, what's your current? Well, I mean, I'll just go a little bit past 10 years because uh, the whole reason I wanted to start making horror films is because I watched Hostel. Oh, yeah. Mm. Eli Ross Hostel. I watched it. I remember watching with a group of friends. I'd never seen anything like this before in my life, and it was like real-life horror. I'd never been out of the country, and to see these people, you know, (laughs) put their trust into other people and get lured into that type of situation that they had no control over and trying to survive and, you know, trying to, you know, save your friends and, you know, not sure, you know, where, you know, what's happened to them. Actually, I hadn't watched it in a few years. I actually went back and revisited it this past October, and it still, to me, it still holds strong. And, you know, that that one really, I, I think, you know, that really showed, like, you know, some pretty scary moments to me anyways. Well, it's one of the ones Gil and I were talking about not too long ago was the original, the first Saw movie, yeah, yeah, which I thought was mm-hmm. really, uh, because it was more cerebral, it was a little more mental, mm-hmm. and after that, the sequels just sort of became yeah. more torture porn than anything else, but <laughs> the first Saw movie I thought was really good. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That's yeah. that's usually true with a lot of horror films. The first one is like really good. They got a great idea. Like Nightmare on Elm Street. First one was like that's a new fresh concept. That's a great idea. It's a, a villain that you couldn't get rid of. You know, Jason, you can just run fast. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Michael Myers, <laughs> run fast. Or you know, just don't go out Chucky. on Halloween. Kick Chuck- him. Yeah, just yeah. kick him. But with uh, Freddy, there's no avoiding him. You're going to sleep sometime. So, and from I, I like those first movies. And uh, uh, again, uh, the the Saw movie. Uh, didn't they make some sequels to Hostel? Yeah, Hostel Two is pretty yeah. good. I saw it in theater, but Hostel Three. Yeah, uh, yeah see, they kind of lose uh, it after a bit. But, so. but yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm waiting for Unlisted Owner Two. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a few requests on. Come that. on, Jed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Unlisted Owner Two for sale again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you've got until June 9th. And yeah, you there can you go. The Bride of Frankenstein. Oh man, be, no pressure. Let's put some pressure on me. Well, you guys just bought a new camera. You might yeah. as well test It'll, it out. Let's charge at the back real quick let's go let's get it going so well okay so once again uh, uh dates again on the bride of frankencon oh yeah june 9th and 10th june 9th uh, 2023 and, 20, and, and uh that's going to be in knoxville 
Knoxville. All right, so June in Knoxville. Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes, and that's yep. actually not too far of a drive for us here in central Illinois. Hopefully there's some listeners out there that are a little bit closer that's like, oh, I can just drive across the street to that. So, But, uh, yeah, the, a two-day con that uh, started out as a one-day, and they say, hey, we can do some more. Do, do, do <laughs> yeah, you see the sequel thing for Franken-Con, and this one's Bride of Franken-Con? Oh, is, that's so okay. The one, so. I never uh, – see, I thought the first yeah. one was Bride of Franken-Con. No, the first one was Franken-Con. This is Bride of Franken-Con. Because, I like that. You know, James Whale. You know the second movie. So is, is the is the next one going to be the son of Frankenstein? No. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> well, well, maybe. Well, I can't say. Well, you know those I universal, know the, the universal okay. monsters. The, all the sequels were either son, bride, teenage. You know, whatever. <laughs> House of. Yeah. Oh, House of. Yeah. Yeah. So. Versus the Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then uh, they had their crossovers and team ups. Frankencon versus the Wolfman. I like it. I, that, mm-hmm. that, that'd be fun. Frankencon versus Wolfman Con. Uh, Wolfman Con. <laughs> I, I, think, I think when you have three people that, like, this is not their primary source of income, mm-hmm. and you're like, you just got to play it, you know, year to year. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't. yeah. We, we have, we actually have year three sort of mapped out in our heads. Wow. Uh, but we have to make sure that year two goes off without a hitch first. <laughs> That's what we're doing this will, for. Yeah. I got a good feeling about it. Well, uh, I mean, just from your guest list alone that I've seen, uh, I mean, Felissa Rose, Jed Bryan, uh, Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy, come on. That's all. That's all you need. But they just announced some new ones that aren't on the, what is Scarefest you announced? Uh, Let's see, uh, someone from Jaws, right? Yeah, dude. Um, so mm. thank you. Jed's keeping up with it better than yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, Susan Backlany. She is actually from the original Jaws. She is the oh. girl who gets killed at the very beginning. Wow. Nice. <laughs> is she going to And is she gonna, like come in with just like missing an arm and a leg? And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, probably. I think she has all her opinions. Oh, darn but, it. You know. <laughs> I mean, we we've got makeup artists yeah. around. We can maybe do something. There you go. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, who else? Uh, Ken Foray, uh, who was in the original Dawn of the Dead. He was in Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. He was in Texas Chainsaw Three. Mm. Keenan and Kel. Uh, he is going to be. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was the dad in Keenan and Kel. He was oh. Keenan's dad. <laughs> oh, was he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, that's a good pull. I, I'm I'm really bad at the non horror stuff. Uh, wait, no, Keenan and Kel was pretty good horror. Yeah. So. <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah. Especially that good uh, burger, burger burger stuff. So good, good burger. <laughs> and we're also bringing back from the first event uh, Brian Bremer, who was in Pumpkinhead, mm. and also um, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Five, <laughs> okay. um, and the movie Society. Which, if you guys have not seen Society, I highly recommend you watch it. Like not in public (laughs) now wait a minute (laughs) it's it's about these uh well never mind just go watch it it's uh what's the name of it again body horror what's the name of it again uh society society all right society all right uh, brian yuzna directed it he was he worked on the original um reanimator oh cool which which is a you know an absolute classic itself yeah Well, see, we're used to getting recommendations from Jed Bryan here. And uh, he recommended uh, Greasy Strangler. So, oh, dude. Are, are we allowed to curse on yes. here? Is this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Bullshit artist. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Dude, Greasy Strangler is amazing. Yeah. And 
like I look, I don't want to spoil anything <laughs> like ever, but like I talked on the phone with Sky Elobar the other day. Mm. He he's the the son in Greasy Brendan. Strangler. Yeah. Yep, big yeah. Brennan. Yep. He's super nice, like the one of the nicest people you could ever talk to. But um, I'm a huge fan of that movie. Yeah. He's just a big cornball is what he yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. That movie's great. Yeah. Oh, isn't Jed, it? Yeah, Jed recommended Jed will that. Not lead you astray. Oh, wait, wait. No, it gets better. See, he recommended that to me. I sat there and watched it. And uh, about halfway through, my wife works from home. She got out of her office, came out in the living room, and she goes, What in the hell are you watching? <laughs> And I'm like, all right, we'll switch it. <laughs> so I had to finish it the next day. But I'm, I'm glad I did. It was weird. I was At times, I'm like, Jed, what are you doing to me? But at the same time, I watched this, and I'm like, no, this, is, this is fun as hell. It was a lot of fun. Well, in fact, weren't there text messages back and forth between you and Jed as you were watching <laughs> yeah. it? You literally going, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what part are you at? And he's like, I'm at this part. I'm like, oh, you haven't even reached the, the weirdest part yet. <laughs> yeah, and he well, kept but, saying that as it went on. You're, oh, it's, it gets weirder. It gets weirder. I'm like, and then Gil shows up the next day at work and goes, dude, you got to see the trailer for this. And just the trailer made me go, what the hell are you guys into? <laughs> so, you know, what like, is that? It was fun. I mean, but I still can't get Tony to watch it. He won't watch it for some reason. You guys reason. keep wearing me down. I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to wait till the kids and the wife are gone. Well, see, now Corey says you got to watch it. I have it. to yeah. pull the blinds yeah. and that's not the, admit that's to anybody. Three. That's three votes right there. I'm going to say, that's, that <laughs> makes it unanimous. See, that or off the island. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to snuff Look, my like, torch. Here's the here's the pitch for that movie, okay? Like, if you wanted to see what what it's and I don't think any of these people are involved in the movie, but like, if if the people behind Tim and Eric, and <laughs> the people behind Napoleon Dynamite got together and wanted to make a gross out horror movie, it's the Greasy Strangler. Yeah, I, yeah that's a great way to put that. <laughs> yeah. That really is. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. It's a weird movie, but it's so much fun. Yeah, and it's it's a. It's a bit of a comedy horror, uh, but it's 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 fun. And, I mean, it, you'll laugh, and then you're going to go, what? And then you'll laugh again, and then you'll go, what? And then you're just going to do that all night long, <laughs> So <laughs> even after you're done watching. But then, now, Corey, here's the thing, though. Jed also recommended sure. a Serbian no, movie. No, I did not recommend that. I did not. I did There's not, no way. I did not recommend that movie. That is whew. Well, he did until he saw it. Oh, my God. I did not recommend it ever. I was too scared to watch it, and I finally watched it, and I, I re regret watching it. As, as a parent, that movie is difficult to yes. watch. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Just the description. Yeah, I think yeah. before kids, it would have been a lot easier to watch. It's still been horrible, but after a parent, oh, my gosh. <laughs> It is. It is the most. It's probably the, the scariest film I've ever seen, or grossest, or everything. Yeah, but, uh, it's it's a shouldn't be. It's but, a shouldn't uh, be movie. But but yeah. Oh, and then he's also. You, if you got a banjo, Gill, you might mm -hmm. want to bring it to Knoxville because oh. we got Billy. Red, oh, is it Billy Redden? Right. Billy Redden. Yeah. Billy Banjo Boy Redden. Yeah, Deliverance. from Deliverance. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's going to be there. He's gonna, yeah, Jed was telling me this. I forgot all about that, too. I'm glad you brought that yeah. back up. That, so, I'm excited. that I'm, I'm really, because I'm, Deliverance is such an awesome film. Now, uh, again, Corey, that, I mean, this is going to be at your at your Knoxville Con, Bride of Franken the banjo player from Deliverance. Does he play banjo? Uh, um, no, he does not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say a concert would be cool one with him. Oh, okay. He's gonna bring one with him though, but but it's just for photo ops. I, right. My understanding is that he does not play the banjo. No. Don't you think after all these years he would have learned to play? <laughs> no, something. No, that's, that's acting though. That's acting to be something you're not. So yeah, he's like, no, nah, at this point in my life, I I'm past that. I'm past it. <laughs> yeah. So that is actually kind of cool. 
it is crazy though. That's such an iconic yeah. moment in, in yeah. cinema. And yeah. you're like, oh yeah, man, just rock out on that banjo for a second. He's like, I, you know, no. <laughs> no <I'm> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's. I mean, that is like one of the most iconic scenes in, in yeah. cinema. I yeah, mean, it is really. About it. I mean, you know, between well, that and squeal like a pig and Deliverance, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and, and people two. who have <laughs> never seen the movie know those references. Yeah, that's exactly. how. That's how iconic it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, cause I, I've seen several uh, like Family Guy, Saturday Night Live. You know, various they, they they parody that scene in some way, shape, or form. So if if it's made famous by parodies, you know how famous it is it is already. So. Right. But yeah, that's, oh man, I'm just really, I'm, Jed. I'm gonna have to hitch with you and uh, uh, ride with you down to Knoxville it's <laughs> next gonna, June. It's gonna be an awesome con. I'm I'm excited about it, and you know the the guests that they that they have uh thus far is you know it's 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 awesome it's solid so many people that i've never met at a con before like that's the cool thing about frank and con to me is that you know there's guests that are going to be at this con it's not like oh this person i see them at every con oh, I, go yeah. to. I mean there's like a good mixture of guests that you know that you wouldn't normally get to meet and you know people that are on your bucket list that you were like wow i didn't even know that those people you know still you know went around and signed and take took photos and stuff so i think you know Corey and richard and matt they're doing they're doing something awesome that you know it's different than a lot of the other cons out there well i gotta ask how excited are you to meet felissa rose because she was she starred in a something you yeah. co-wrote yeah that, I'm, I'm excited I, I talked to felissa one time but this is before uh, i co-wrote on uh, smiling woman mm-hmm. so you know the fact that she you know was doing dialogue that i had written right is, is you know is such a, a cool thing like one of the things i did in there was you know suggest that you know the nurse's name be angela yep. and it's just cool to go through the youtube comments and see you know how many people are like oh my gosh you know you, Angela that's so cool and stuff and you know so but yeah I'm definitely gonna I'm excited to talk to her and stuff because my friend Alex that has the YouTube channel you know he's the one that filmed all that and stuff so it's gonna be kind of cool to talk to her about that and everything that should be a fun time again uh, Corey thanks for coming on to the podcast and talking about uh, Bride of Frank and Con once again give the dates so we can make sure people know this and, and it's ingrained in their brains uh, June 9th and 10th, 2023, at the Hilton Knoxville Airport. Hilton Knoxville Airport, June 9th. And, all right, so we're ready for it. I might, like I said, I might just uh, latch on to Jed's <laughs> bumper and come in, come on down. Well, so. he's going to need somebody to help him set up a merch table. And, oh, yeah, I'm sure know, he does. That kind of thing. <laughs> I'm so, sure, right? I'm sure. And I'll sign autographs because, you know, did you hear I'm in a Jed Bryan? I movie? have heard <laughs> that you are in a Jed Bryan uh, production or two. <laughs> He's he's got to have a handler. I mean, yeah, you know, I agree. Keep I agree. This guy out of trouble. Oh, yeah. you're talking about Jed, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey Gill's actually in. I don't know if you've seen Ten Thirty One Part Three yet, but uh, Gill's actually the uh, main character in uh, Radio Tower Road. So mm-hmm. our f- oh, uh, the, cool. The fake no, I was just so I happened put it I... in my shopping cart last night. Okay, cool. <laughs> Literally, I haven't ordered it yet. Yeah. Well, well, you'll you'll see Gil in it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. Well, it, actually, I got the part because I happened to work at a radio station, and you know, <laughs> Radio Tower Road needed to be filmed at a radio station. I needed a real <laughs> method actor for this one. <laughs> yeah, and probably one of the best compliments Gil got is who was it that told you you were our re- cinematographer, Derry Huey? Yeah. Told you you were very convincing as a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> at first i said oh thank oh shut up <laughs> so anyway uh cory thanks for coming on and uh, letting us know about bride of frank Con. i actually i want to get you back on the podcast as it gets cr- closer so we can you know remind people and by then sure. you can uh you'll maybe have some more guests to talk about or something else that uh, might come up so uh again i'm i'm inviting you back to the nerd up podcast and we'll talk again uh, about bride of frank Con. 
Deal? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds right. sounds good to me, man. Always happy to, to talk. Right? Me too. <laughs> are there are there websites or things like that people can go check okay. out for the upcoming con? Uh, you've got some social media stuff you want to push? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, we're basically FrankenCon TN, so like Tennessee on the socials. Um, our website is FrankenConTN.com. Uh, you can you can see the guest list on there. You see uh, Jed's Jed's handsome face um, <laughs> on that website under guests. All right on. Uh, and and get your tickets there and you know all that good stuff. We try to keep it as easy on the uh, the fan base as possible. So and they right. got some cool merch too. I just got a Franken Bride of Franken T-shirt. It's amazing. It's I nice. saw that. Yeah, very comfortable it's fit. Got very the Elsa Lanchester. Suit. Super soft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so is the spooky. Spooky dudes shirts are pretty nice too. They're very comfortable fit. Yeah, as that. Well. Yeah, that. Push that. You, you're on a podcast. You're, you have a podcast yourself, right? So yeah, I've uh, I, I've been doing Spooky Dudes podcast for three or three or so years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sort of went on hiatus last January or this past January because um, <laughs> it was either my day job. Or my family time, or <laughs> podcasting, or or FrankenCon that was going to suffer. So I chose the podcast to just go on hiatus, and I I survived with all those other things. But uh, mm. yeah, it's uh, it's called Spooky Dudes Podcast. Um, I'm I'm sort of bringing it back cool. slowly. Yeah. But, well, uh, no, yeah, we can totally movies. That's we can totally it. feel your pain on that because we just took a two month hiatus for the Nerd Up Podcast because. Our lives just got real busy for a while. So yeah, again, it was family life, day job, outside interest, and then you know something's got to give. Yeah. A long Halloween parade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little things. Yeah. Little things. Labor Day parade in Palestine. Heath Harvest Festival. Oblong Halloween parade. Live stage production. Yeah. It, yeah. So no, totally feel your pain on that one. But uh, hope glad to see you're bringing it back and check that out myself. So Spooky Dudes podcast, and again Frankencon TN for Tennessee. Dot com and also Frankencon TN for any of the social media. So you can find these guys. Head up there. I know I'm going to try to find some way to get there. Some way. Because it sounds like a lot of fun. And besides, Joe Bob Briggs. I love that well, guy. Your thumb works. Yeah. Pull up your pant leg and you'll get there. <laughs> All right. Sounds yeah, good. You guys, you guys got you to gotta be there, man. I'll, I'll get you guys some uh, media passes and stuff so you can you know, come down and podcast or whatever you want. I know we've got another podcast that's going to be there. Um mm like on-site recording but we encourage i mean we're the three of us are podcasters right too like that's how we met so we encourage you know yeah like independent media people to come in and and film or, or talk to people get interviews yeah and our guests are so. mostly super cool so yeah you know they're they're happy to do that kind of stuff well cool i might take you up on that because i, I love doing uh, uh cons and and actually interviewing there at cons because it's just a great atmosphere so I might take you up on that. I'll be hooking up with you. But again, invite you back on the Nerd Up podcast, and we'll talk about more. In the meantime, we'll take a little bit of a break. Thanks again, Corey Keelan, for letting us know about Bride of Franken-Con. It's going to be June in 2023. Be ready for it, folks. And uh, we'll take a break, and we'll come back and talk with Jed Bryan about some film projects coming up. So don't go anywhere. Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the unlisted owner director's cut. Featuring nine minutes of never before seen footage. Out now via Amazon streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. 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 
podcast. All right, we're back. See, I got it right that right that you, time. You got it right that time. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, we're, you're starting to get back in the groove. Uh, yeah, it's I, I can do this podcast thing somehow, some way. <laughs> well, you're a very convincing announcer. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> To whom? Uh, anyway, yeah, we're back here. We're talking about uh, uh, horror movies, of course. we got Jed Bryan sitting in as our guest this time. And uh, Jed kind of put in a little bit of things last time. It was mainly about Corey and Bride of Frankencon. So now we get to talk to Jed. And about, uh, well, actually, we'll start out. Jed 1031 Part 3 just came out with your trailer, uh, Radio Tower Road. How's that make you of feel? Of course, that's what Gil wants to talk about. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> did you notice he led off with uh, the like, thing he's involved in? I feel like I should be interviewing Gil. So, I mean, you know, like, what was your experience like, you know? <laughs> well, you was, that, was, was that a real zombie? Like, uh, <laughs> Tell everybody about the time that you... Uh, <laughs> Slam the door hard enough, I shit myself. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Is that, that is. real zombie oh. blood on your window seal <laughs> over there? Yeah. I mean. No, actually, that, that is a funny story, though, because uh, the, the scene where I come running in and shut the yeah. door... He got scared. Tony yeah, I, know. Was scared. I was. I thought, oh, my God, the old man took a fall and slammed his head into the counter, and there was going to be real blood all over the studio. Yeah, I know what your second thought was. Please tell me they got that on film. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's going to be great for the movie. It's going to be great for the movie. It's going to look great. But no, no, mm-hmm. uh, no, Rocky Gray, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hit me up, uh, I think it was last year, and said, hey, we're doing 1031 Part 3, which I love the first 1031 and the second one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be asked to be a part of an anthology that's already, you know, so well established and has has a, a fan base. You know, it was just so it was a cool moment to have, you know, right. to be asked to be a part of it and uh, to do a, do, a, do a fake trailer, which, you know, Tropic Thunder, you know, they had the fake trailer trailers mm-hmm. in the beginning. That was the first time I was ever introduced to that was Tropic Thunder. And I was just like, what is this? You know, is this crazy? <laughs> and, you know, to be able to do something like that was such a such a cool moment and be able to take a, a script that I have. And, you know, something I would like to eventually make and to be able to just kind of test the waters and just, you know, have fun with it. And, you know, just, uh, you know, just wish there was a little bit less rotisserie chicken involved in that. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. But yeah, yeah so, you, but, you looked like a zombie for a while. It was it was rough. It was rough. Uh, yeah, I thought I was playing the safe bet. Like, I'm not going to eat pizza. I'm not going to eat, you know, stuff, you know, Mexican or, you know, anything like that's going to upset the old stomach. I'll just go for some rotisserie chicken, you know, some good healthy rotisserie. <laughs> History check yeah. and it decided. Man, how'd to, that work out for you? Yeah, not, it was not a good move. Well, well the, the night before filming uh, in Red Hill State Park, uh, in that general area, area yeah, outside out, there, yeah, outside that area. If anybody's familiar with this area, they'll know where that is anyway. Yeah. Hopefully, but anyway, it's right. It's a wooded area, and uh, we're all like, well, and, and Jed had told me that day as well. Uh, uh, Brent's going to be uh, directing tonight. He goes, I'm not feeling. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And so we get there, and I and Jed shows up and again looking like a zombie absolutely correct tony i'm like dude should you be here <laughs> this portion of the podcast is brought to you by pedialyte <laughs> yeah, so, and so that's what he's doing he's chugging gallons of pedialyte just yeah. to k- keep going and then the next day you felt a little bit better oh, yeah, and we I filmed felt, the yeah the the zombie here at the radio station scene but uh yeah because well and uh, you know uh Big thank you for letting me hang out on set for that. That was a blast. Uh, And I was talking to Gil about it not too long ago that I didn't know what to expect when I came in. And for it to 
be as kind of high end as it was was kind of spectacular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, your voice is in the trailer. I mean, Tony, you got to do a commercial uh, for this trailer, so uh, you know you're, you're yeah. you weren't and I've just got an sitting... IMDb page now. Yeah, yeah you do exactly. <laughs> but you weren't. Wait, well, okay, that night you were just sitting around watching, right? But, but you actually did some work later. So. Yeah, he did some. He did some great. I mean, that uh, that commercial turned out, you know, awesome. I love it. You know, <laughs> hopefully one day we can actually make that haunted house. That'd be pretty right? awesome. You know, yeah. have the unlisted owner and you know Kringles the Christmas clown. Absolutely. So it'd be. It'd be pretty. It'd be a dream come true. So everyone, everyone wants to know, like you know, if you if you make it big and you know your movies and stuff, what would you want to do? It'd be so cool to be able to have a haunt here that's mm-hmm. dedicated to characters that I've created, and yes. then have people come to that. That'd be that would be like the ultimate thing. I mean, you know, the, that's a good the, idea. I mean, I mean, the fact that I get you know get. Like, you know, people like Corey who, you know, believe in my art enough to invite me to come to their con and, you know, be there and hang out is just, you know, is such a surreal thing. And, you know, something I really enjoy doing is talking to people and especially people who've seen seen my work and everything. So, you know, it'd be kind of cool to eventually get to that point to where your characters are so well known, like a Jason or a Michael Myers, that people, you know, recognize it. Well, it's I, I told Gil, I said I had no idea what to expect when I walked in while you guys were filming here and I came through the, the door and there was Dolly track running down the hall, and there's a gimbal rig in the studio, and I'm going, oh shit, this is legit. Like these guys, this isn't just oh, hang on, let me grab my camcorder and see what we can film. Yeah, yeah, I want to. You know, that's that's one thing. Like whenever I knew I wanted to do, you know, film stuff, it was always like, okay, you know, if I want to make this work. I need to figure out like what steps I need to take to make this look as professional as possible because mm-hmm. you know I think we've all seen stuff that you know people you know have made and it's like well you know it, it was it was good but it just didn't have the the you know the 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 certain things you yeah, need that, to that make professional you know, polish. polish yeah mm-hmm. so so to be able to you know figure out what's the best way to make that possible and unlisted owner was a great test I mean even though it was a found footage film you know it really kind of got my feet wet and kind of helped me with scheduling and figuring out you know what's the best way to do these shots and all this stuff and you know kind of help prep me for the stuff that i've done thus far and uh, it's just been you know it's been a wild ride well one of the things i appreciated uh, again observing on the back end is how open you were to collaboration and suggestions you know you you had in your eye you you had in your head a vision of how you wanted the shot to look right and then gil would say well what if we did it this way Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do yeah. it that way. Or your cinematographer would go, well, we'll shoot it how you have, and then let me show yeah. you this thing. Yeah, and Derek had he had some ideas yeah, that just like ideas. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's the thing. Like you know, if we're not like if it's if it's at a point in filming to where it's not like we are we're like in a big time crunch or it's like you know six o'clock in the morning and everyone's like done. <laughs> Been you there. Know? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, if it's not if it's not in a situation like that, I mean, oh yeah. I mean, you know, if we film it my way and then. It's it's like, you know, if someone else has a suggestion, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll film it that way. Because, I mean, I've heard so many horror stories of people on set where the actors would suggest something. And, you know, instead of the dire- the director saying, yeah, we'll film it your way, even if it's something that's like, it's totally like, this is not going to work or make sense. I mean, you know, I've had stuff where someone would suggest something to me and I'm like, I don't know how that's going to fit, but okay, we'll do it. And then you put you get the stuff in the editor and you're like, oh, wow, that actually 
is really cool and then you know you put it in there or you just leave a clip you know but i've heard horror stories of directors saying no we're doing it this way you yeah. know you just do what i tell you so but i mean it's just like the line of uh gill put into radio tower road <laughs> you know go ahead and do it do your line this concludes our broadcast day so you know that wasn't <laughs> something that was in the script and i'm like well I mean, we'll film it. I don't know how I can how it's going to work with that shot. Wait, no, uh, hold on. It took a lot of begging for me. To get <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work, but we did it. And then I'm like, at the end, I'm like, oh, this is neat. Oh, we could put that in there. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, because so. it serves as sort of the the tagline at the end of the yeah. trailer. Doesn't oh it? yeah, yeah. It was it was it was yeah. great. So I, I was glad to uh, to you know get that done for Gil. But <laughs> me you know, too. <laughs> I was just you know. This, those two days, I was not, I mean, I was about, oh, the first day, I was probably about 70% in, mm. and then the second day, I was probably about, eh, about maybe 75 to 80. I mean, I was, I was a lot, <laughs> I mean, I was better, but it wasn't, I wasn't quite at the, the 100% mark. As the night progressed, you got a little bit better. Yeah. I noticed, like, when you guys were filming the drone, you used the drone to film uh, above the radio station. Yeah. At that point, that was later on in the evening, you were like, oh, okay, I can yeah. see, uh, that's Jed now. Yeah, I'm starting to get my energy. <laughs> Back, that's what I, I wasn't just sitting around. I was chauffeuring zombies yeah, back and forth right, from their uh, parking lot. That's right. Yeah, that was a big that was a big help. And I mean, it was. I mean, I've, it got, was I've got a, a spare tire cover on the back of my Hummer that reads uh, "Zombie Apocalypse Response Team." Mm -hmm. I did not realize that mean I was going to be a zombie Uber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, you were, and I was. Well, uh, Jed, you know, you got uh, more projects. I know. I just uh, we just filmed. Uh, actually, I did sound for a, a little short you did yeah. recently. Uh, talk about that one. I mean, I, I, that one's not going to be out for a while, but yeah, can you, if you can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's an anthology. It's called uh, Six Pack of Terror. Uh, Jeremy Sador uh, reached out to me. I guess it was last year. Me and him were acting in a... Uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what it's called. I think it was called Enemy of the State. It's like a, a faith-based... Uh, TV show I was playing or like a mini or like a series I was playing a bad guy and Jeremy's playing a bad guy in it and I'd worked on one of Jeremy's other films Dark Threat that's supposed to be coming out sometime but Jeremy's like hey I got an anthology I want to do and I really really want you to be a part of it so mm. I'm like okay well what's it about and he said well it's about bottles and i'm like oh okay <laughs> so uh but yeah it's about basically the anthology is about uh, bottles that have either have some type of supernatural thing to them or you know whatever however people uh, the different filmmakers that are involved in this project have them into their story so uh, ours is called a uh, trick bottle uh, and it's basically about a camping trip that goes away because of this uh, mysterious bottle that mm -hmm. they uh, happen to find. And uh, Gil was nice enough to <laughs> to use sound or run sound for me on that horrible, miserable hot oh, day. God. It was like 175 degrees it was, in the shade. It was pretty warm. It was pretty warm. <laughs> but we only found one tick, so that was good. Yep. Every, everyone checked. They only had one tick. And, and allegedly, Gil found a pile of cougar shit with his <laughs> with his pants. <laughs> yes. yes. He that, said that, he sat. <laughs> in a pile of something. I swear I did because I smelled it. He, he convinced himself was mud. <laughs> did you taste it? No. I, I didn't <laughs> no. <laughs> but, well, that's the thing. We yeah. were filming by this creek and everybody goes, oh, I, uh, we were looking down, trying to look at some areas where to film from, try to get an angle for the camera, and they go in this dry creek bed, not completely dry, but a little bit dry, and there's this big, huge cougar print mm -hmm. and so was. like at that point it's like oh this is gonna be a different horror film yeah. <laughs> yeah and i would have thought that you were full of it if we had just had in the news where uh 
The yeah. uh, fish and wildlife people in Springfield captured a wild cougar yeah. and yeah. are relocating it. And what, a month before that, they had one uh, get hit on a freeway. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, but uh, there we saw that. out there. Yeah, yeah they are there. out there. <laughs> but and that, not just at the corner bar on Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> but again, we're in the woods, and there's one point where, I mean, it was hot. It was miserably hot. And at one point, I'm sitting down. I just decided to sit down. I get back up and I'm like, what is that smell? And I noticed it kept following me and I brushed something like a clump off my, it didn't stain. Luckily it was not fresh. <laughs> and I'm like, that smell is following me. Oh, that was crap. That's just what sweaty gill smells like. <laughs> yeah. We had chairs. I don't know why you didn't sit in the chair. No, I, was, no I, I wasn't in the chair ex- area. I was over, we were over in this other section. It's like, I'm not walking all the way over because you got to cross a creek. Well, and, and to hear Gil tell the story, uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for his sound, your movie would be just a complete bust. He, he keeps telling me, "Oh, I, I pointed the I pointed the microphone at the fire, and I got some good crackle of that." And That's good I'm stuff. Picking up conversations over here. No, and, that was just side things. Yeah, every time we'd take a break, and I had that the headsets on I, you, that microphone you guys bought for this, or just it's great directional mic. And uh-huh. I would just sit there, and people were like twenty, thirty feet away. I could hear their conversations. Oh, and man. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, be careful yeah. with your talking smack oh, about Gil God. on set." Because my God, I, I don't know what the hell he stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Shower yeah. next time. Oh my God! What did Gil City? <laughs> Funny thing is, though, uh, I rode up there with one of the actors. Rode back with him, and right before, before we got back, I said, "I think I got rid of it, but just to let you know, you may want to clean your truck out before we get home." <laughs> so, but uh, no, so yeah, trick trick bottle, fun shoot. I mean, it was it was very hot. Yeah, it was summer. But once that, sun, once that sun went down, it everyone, nice. everyone just, it was like, you know, like when we were in the woods and we were just starting and it was hot and it was just, you know, I was sweating so bad. My, my script supervisor, who was awesome, Jeffrey Ryden, he got COVID, so he couldn't make it. Mm. And so I was trying to keep track of my stuff and I was sweating all over my <laughs> shot list and the page came off and I'm like, we're like, okay, we're doing the next shot. And I'm like, uh Oh, where's my page at? And, <laughs> oh, no. I, and it was, it was miserable. But then after we got all the wood stuff done and we got back to my parents' place where we had the, uh, the actual campsite set up in my parents' backyard, which is a, a good backdrop for it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everyone got some food and everyone just kind of relaxed and hung out for a few hours and just I wiped the poop off. Yeah, <laughs> wiped the poop off. Kind of, kind of just hung out, and then the not at night when we sh- it was just you know movie magic. It yeah, was, it was awesome. So. And oh my gosh, the lighting! I don't yeah. that one tent. Yeah, just, the green one. Yeah, yeah, it glowed in the yeah. lighting that just woo. That's yeah. extraterrestrial looking almost. Yeah. But yeah, and and great cast for that. People had fun. Oh I mean, yeah, even though it was miserable. Yeah, we had fun, and everything when we closed out was. It wasn't one of those that we stayed up all night till six a.m. Hey, that only happened <laughs> one time. <laughs> Once is enough. One time that happened. <laughs> but you know what? We made one of the first ever NFT horror films. That's true. It, it turned out turned out great, and it just showed in Pittsburgh, I know. Pennsylvania. So anybody in Pittsburgh listening to the podcast, if you happen to see the 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 uh, movie fest where you got to see Trick Not Treat. Uh, 
hey, good on you because you saw a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> now, isn't that one you starred in as well, Gil? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lead role, you yeah, know. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know. Yeah, I know it was how. at the uh, the Black Forge Coffee Shop in Pittsburgh is where they Black showed it. Yeah, they did it on Halloween night. It was uh, Trick Not Treat, and then they had uh, several other films, including my good friend Zane uh, Hirschberger's uh, film, or, well, it was the trailer for his upcoming film of Treaters. So he actually mm. did a fake trailer oh, for okay. 1031. I think it was two. And then they got the crowdfunder going, and now they're making treaters oh, into wow. an actual film. So, so this yeah. could happen with Radio Tower Road. Yeah, there, a lot of films who were who originally started as fake trailers for 1031 have actually became feature films. Well, that's so. what the, uh, happened with Tarantino with uh, uh, Machete. That yeah. was a fake trailer. Yeah. And, yeah. So, all right. Well, maybe I got something to look forward to. Yeah. I happen to know a guy that works at a radio station, just in case you need to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah give me a call if you need yeah, it. Yeah, tell me. Captain Radio. That's right. <laughs> That's in the name. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that, that, I thought that was just the coolest thing. The NFT uh, movie, Trick Not Treat, was fun. I mean, it was, again, another one. But um, you've got more projects coming up. I know you're busy. Because you've called me and said, are you busy this day? Yeah, <laughs> so. it, it's crazy. Yeah, we were actually... Um, I haven't talked to Alex today, but uh, my friend Alex Magana that has the uh, YouTube channel ACM Official, and he's I think he's getting close to 190,000 subscribers. So anyone wow. listening, go to the YouTube channel. It's ACM Official. Give it a subscribe, and then watch some of the shorts. I've co-written on several of them. Um, Smiling uh, Woman stands out for yeah, me. Yeah, Smiling Woman. I co-wrote on Smiling Woman 2. I think it's 4. Five, I can't remember. I've written on several Smiling Woman ones. But if he's actually coming to our area mm. in, uh, I think it's next weekend. So uh, we're, I'm trying to get prepped for that, which mm. has been kind of crazy. Um, Here's another project I'm kind of trying to, in the beginning stages of doing some prep work on. And then uh, got an acting gig. I'm going to be going up to Peoria area sometime in the next few months. Uh, Derek Huey that oh. is DP'd on several projects of ours. Uh, mm-hmm. He uh, He's doing a film called, uh, the title right now is uh, My Girlfriend's, a, uh, I think it's My Girlfriend's a Serial Killer, I mm. believe. And uh, I'm supposed to come up for a day shoot for that, so I'm really looking forward to that because I, I like acting in different things. And mm-hmm. then actually, uh, last month, I was flown out to L.A. Yeah. to uh, to be in uh, ACM Official's Like a Creator's video. Where we did a live-action segment from the uh, animated classic Paranorman. Yeah. So uh, I played the uh, the zombie in that. You were the with, zombie bursting through the door. I was. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot of – that was an interesting deal to try to figure this out because it's like we got one shot at this and – the door, it was like the, how it was set up. It was like, you know, the guy's like, you need to push through it. You can't, you know, it was like, I don't know, it was weird. But <laughs> Well, but, in the animated, all he does is just bust through it, Jed. Yeah, I, I know. Well, well, it was, it was, <laughs> wasn't that easy. Yeah. But, uh, but I no, tried that with doors. Yeah, you really can't do that. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was fun, though. I had, I had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, it was kind of cool to see it, you know, out there and, you know, the, the people, you know, fans of Paranormal, because they actually, they premiered it. On, uh, I can't remember what site it was they premiered it on, but they had the guy who I think is the director of Paranorman was watching the live action stuff. Oh wow! So he was watching the one that we did, and it was it was it was it was it was really cool. It was a, a very neat moment for me to to be a part of something like that. So basically, it was a beat by beat recreation, live action recreation of the animated opening. Yes, and correct. It was, it was it was really fun to watch. Yeah, I got to oh, yeah. tell you, it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was it was. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. So uh, so like if you're listening, if you want to do some more, you know. <laughs> 
but no, uh, but no, there's there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on. And then, like I said, you know, I've written, I've got several scripts I've written for Alex, and you know, I'm trying to work on a, a feature script right now that uh, I can kind of do working on the outline for it to hopefully get off the ground here in the next year or so. And uh, and and yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of neat stuff going on. And then well, and uh, I heard there's supposed to be some news coming soon. I haven't heard exactly what the news is but um there's a movie called trick and treats that has malcolm mcdowell and gary Busey in it right. that i acted in right. uh, gosh it's been four years ago but uh it's supposed to be coming out so, or supposed to be some news about it here soon so uh okay so i'm really looking forward to that one because i'm i'm a huge malcolm fan and uh, met malcolm one time clockwork orange is such a such oh, a classic gosh, film yeah. so you know the fact that you know i'm in a movie that has malcolm and it's just you know kind of a surreal thing so <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm uh, real before before you leave here could you pick all the names up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, you've been I, sprinkling them sprinkling them all over I, the I, drop, I dropped that one <laughs> drop that so, one there yeah. but uh, uh just my uh, yeah gary Busey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> malcolm mcdowell yeah, yeah. so um, i was it was just a one day or i guess it was two day shoot for that one but malcolm actually voices a uh talking jack-o-lantern in it called trick so uh but i mean i wasn't like malcolm wasn't there on set but i'm in a scene with his character which yeah. is kind of which is still you know cool, hey it's it's cool six degrees of separation that's what i was gonna say Sam, you're right there i was gonna say with your mine and your uh, imdb credit you know working what? with jed we're now that that's, much closer what is that's it all be two it degrees from malcolm now uh, yeah all or one one degree one yeah. degree yeah you're one degree from malcolm and gary oh i am telling up. you anybody who will listen i point out that i have an imdb page <laughs> well heck yeah never actually been on camera in a single production but i've got an imdb page that, and you know what I'll, voice of an angel i'm like the 749th tony collins or something yeah. like that i was really excited i'm like oh cool they got and i did a search went to imdb did a search for tony collins <laughs> where the hell am i <laughs> scroll 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 oh there well, that's a lot of roman numerals after my name <laughs> But hey, you got one though. But I got one. And it's it, cool. And, and again, uh, I think it, Jed, just one, Tony, and I have always said uh, ever since we last filmed that uh, Radio Tower Road trailer, it's like Jed's just a good person to have as a friend. Yeah. Because <laughs> not only do you do things, but it, it, we now we have a name to drop. <laughs> I don't know about that. And we do. We do quite go. often. I do it all the time. So yeah, still got a ways to go. But uh, but no, it's it's all good fun. I mean, if it's you know, I love having fun and you know making you know films and taking ideas I have in my head and being able to make them reality for people to enjoy. It's like you know, just like a dream come true to you know to have people you know like well, Alex is probably the best example because me and him would just be you know talking about an idea and. For instance, uh, um, back in July, I it was I think it was June or July, it was citywide cleanup in Sumner, and uh, I was talking to him on the phone, and I'm like, "Hey, how about a girl that finds a mirror? She takes it home with her, and it has some paranormal like properties to it." And he said, oh, "That'd be cool." So I wrote a script, sent it to him. He uh, wrote some or changed some stuff to better fit what he was going to be filming out there. And it came out in July, and it has I think 3.3 million views. Oh, nice, wow. <laughs> just a little so, idea. So it's like you know, just something that you just like. Hey, how about a mirror? It's out for free, and some girl takes it home, and then bam, three million people have seen it. You know. <laughs> Well, okay, so you've done one feature film, is that correct? On the yeah, 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 Just the one? Okay. Yeah, just the one. And then so numerous uh, anthology and uh, shorts. Uh, a lot of anthologies. What's your favorite? Which one do you like? prefer? I would have to say, like, 
For me, I would have to say unlisted owner. And the reason mm-hmm. that being is because it was me and my best friends. Yeah. And we were making a movie. And we had no idea. Like, I had, like... Like for them, I don't know what they thought. If they thought, you know, well, this is just something we're going to make and our friends are going to see it and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, but to me, I'm like, I'm going to push this as far as I can go. I want to see how far I can go with this thing. I'm just going to be determined. And, uh, you know, but I mean, making that whole thing, it was just, you know, we were just fun. I mean, we were cracking, you know, mm-hmm. crack, I mean, and, you know, I wrote the script that kind of went along with their mannerisms and stuff like that. And then every once in a while, someone would throw in a line here or there and, you know, and just make us laugh. And we just, you know, we just have fun with it. And there was no, it wasn't like, you know, oh, you know, like all this pressure and, you know, all this stuff. It was just like, we'll just see what, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, that one always, and that was kind of like, like there was, you know, us being young and kids and, you know, right. being free and doing, you know, whatever we wanted. And then right after that, you know, we all started getting married, starting families mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was kind of like, you know, like us growing up. Like that was like the – I can look back at my life and say that was the line right there. That was whenever we were still, you know – young and free and all that stuff before we ended up having to get into reality with jobs and well, families yeah. and stuff. And I know the time, and again, when that was first uh, released, I mean, time had had passed, and yeah. then uh, here recently you released a director's cut. It's the movie that won't die. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And like, with the director's cut, because so many years had passed, you were no longer that young, you had to yeah. have a body double, didn't you? Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was it, it, it was kind of, it was funny because, you know, we, we wrapped it in uh, 13, mm-hmm. thought it was done we were done with it you know and we submitted it to festivals and festivals weren't kind to us and <laughs> then i found out about the american film market and then went out to la did the american film market ended up with uh showed it twice in la at santa monica and then we ended up with three different deals and we uh we uh, we, we looked at them and we took the best one uh, that we saw and uh then it came out in 2017 and made the amazon top 10 then we had mm-hmm. a you know a couple year run there and then uh, had another distributor that was really interested in picking it up once our deal ran out but they wanted a director's cut version they wanted something fresh and new and mm-hmm. needed more footage and we didn't have any more i mean what i filmed is in the movie so then we uh <laughs> came up with the new beginning and uh did the podcast thing and then we uh did a i think there's a police interview and then then i have a a scene extended scene in it that i had to get a body double for because i <laughs> gained about oh, probably about 40 pounds since <laughs> since we filmed they had, this they, they had to go in and shatner his ass yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. you know like uh in uh the the Generations, there was rumors that William Shatner had him digitally shave his ass so uh-huh. it looked smaller. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Should have done that. Yeah, yeah. The shots from behind of William Shatner, there was talk that he had him go in and digitally trim his ass down because oh he didn't God. like his ass being so <laughs> That's big. That's hilarious. Well, this was a, that was the scene that you redid was uh, your head getting cut off or something like that? Well, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see if anyone would notice, oh, you know, yeah. but... Uh, but. But so, no, yeah, it was an extended death sequence for me. But uh, but no, I'm <laughs> I'm you know I'm really happy with the. Uh, I feel like the changes we made to the director's cut. You know, originally I was like, gosh, is this gonna just make it just look like I'm just you know 
not not like this is something I don't care about. But you know, when we did it, you know, I, and and when, and when it came out, it was like, wow, this actually very 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 much improved the film, the mm-hmm. overall, the, mm-hmm. the final mm-hmm. product. So I'm very happy with how it turned out in the end. So well, it was, I, you know, I think that's the way a director's cut should be because we've yeah. all seen deleted scenes or director's yeah. cut where you go, why well, know why that shit was yeah. deleted? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> holy crap. Yeah, there's there's some, like well, one of my all time favorite films is Gettysburg and. Uh, there's a there's several I, I I didn't even know there was a director's cut out there until I don't know probably like three years ago and I heard about it and I'm like it's supposed to be like like it was like 20 minutes more and the movie's already like four hours right. <laughs> and I'm like okay let's do I mean I'll spend half a day watching this thing and it was like it was I'm like I can see why they deleted these scenes I can I can understand <laughs> but uh, but no it was you know but no it was it was neat uh, to do a director's cut I mean with unlisted owner I mean it's unlocked so many doors and you know it has its own fan base mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. fans all over the world of it and mm-hmm. you know and the fact that with this film i was able to not only get a distribution deal for it but i actually showed it in uh, a couple movie theaters Mm -hmm. it's been on streaming it's been on amazon Mm -hmm. and vhs blu-ray dvd i mean we're only missing a couple physical media releases you know laser disc yeah i was gonna say go back and catch the laser disc beta max (laughs) yeah so but no it's it's been you know it's been a surreal journey and uh it's been kind of especially the last few years since unlisted owners came out it's just been yeah well i know that uh we we showed it at the uh the eagle theater during covid whenever they had couldn't show films because no films were being made i was like hey and you know we got this going i know a guy that made a film that i'm sure he wouldn't mind showing it here yeah. and we it got to be at a drive-in yeah so yeah that's another yeah the drive-in yeah of course you know so i mean it's like you know all these boxes were checked by unlisted owners so to <laughs> me that's like you know yeah like right see. now that's that's the one i've had the most fun with and just to see you know because it was just a bunch of kids just seeing what we can do you know 20 some year olds just <laughs> like tw- i think i was like 20 I think I was 22 or 23 when wow. I made that. So such a young baby. Yeah. <laughs> now he's uh, married, got kids, and still yeah. making movies. Though still making yeah, movies. Still making movies <laughs> yeah. though, and it's just you know, and like it's just crazy. Like I mean, how many you know different projects and different people I've met along the way, and you know. Well, I know in talking to you, you've talked about wanting to do another feature film coming up. Any mm-hmm. ideas for any? Fi- do you have, have them running through? I got. I have. I have several. I mean, Radio Tower Road would be a cool feature to do. But yeah, I agree I, with that. But uh, but I have. <laughs> some i have a couple other things Plus you recast that dj yeah <laughs> yeah like who do you want you want mark Wahlberg to play yeah uh, you know, maybe, maybe. D- dwayne johnson oh yeah that'd be the one that's body double right there danny yeah. devito yeah. oh man <laughs> golly <laughs> man i wouldn't mind that at all actually so no yeah that'd be good <laughs> but uh but no um i got i have a couple ideas actually one of them was a short film i uh, i wrote for uh, another filmmaker has a youtube channel and uh, he said, you know, well, this one's a little bit out, like outside our budget, make a cool feature. And I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> All so, right. So that's one I'm kind of, kind of in the process so of developing. So basically, right it comes down to we can expect some more from you. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, Good. we got some stuff that's in the works. It's very, very early stages for next year, and then. Uh, possibly but we'll just like i said we'll just see what happens like i said it's all kind of ideas well, and it sounds like you're making all the right connections with uh, the right people i mean you know your name's mm-hmm. out there with some 
some big fish i mean <laughs> yeah i mean my i guess my name is out there i don't know how I, I mean, you can google me that's that i mean that's that's one thing i could say but well yeah, it's, you know it's funny because a few months ago i'm, I'm working and trying to teach a, a, a an acting class at, at our local community mm-hmm. college and i'm tr- trying to get that to become come to fruition and i reached out to jed and said hey i'd like to do a, a one segment on acting in film would you like to come out and he goes yeah sure we'll, we'll see it and he goes, let me know what the schedule is and all this stuff we figured it out and i said just keep making movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like no problem there yeah <laughs> so yeah all right so but yeah we'll we'll see what the future holds but it, it's looking it's looking pretty cool okay pretty so for it. i'm looking forward so people look at look for jed bryan films everywhere uh unli- unlisted owners still on amazon yep uh trick not treat still available as an nft although the nft market is weird right now it's kind of weird and uh, uh but still trick not treats out there uh 1031 part three just got released he's got a faux trailer in there radio tower road um Coming up to Christmas, yeah. pick up your copy of 13 Slays to oh, Christmas. Yes, that would be a perfect Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> 13 Slays. Kringles the Christmas Clown. So you can get that. Um, let's see. What else is uh, Trick Bottle coming out sometime, hopefully, uh, with a, with a six-pack of terror? Yes, yeah, six-pack okay. of terror. I always want to say horror for some reason. But... I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, for some reason, I always want to say it, too. That's probably why you want to say it, because okay. I, I think that's why. <laughs> yeah. So that hopefully that'll be coming out. So keep an eye out for Jed Bryan, folks. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast. Uh, Tony, you ready to go home? Sure. All right, me too. Oh, wait, I still got to stay yeah, here. Yeah, no, work. you still got to stay for a couple hours. <laughs> so, uh, all right, and we'll send Jed back out to the oil fields or whatever, and uh, we'll just uh, I'll get this put together. Jed, the only one of us that has a real job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, folks, thanks for joining us. And, uh, again, uh, we've got T-shirts and stuff available. Ner- uh, go to cafepress.com slash nerduppodcast. Got some really cool new designs on our shirts. They're looking really cool. Star Wars logo stealing or whatever you want to call it. Copyright infringement. Inspired. Uh, inspired that's it yeah homage we're paying an homage to some classic logos yeah yeah so check them out uh, like i said cafepress.com nerd up podcast you'll find it and uh, cool t-shirts uh we'll do another show we're not going to take another hiatus we'll try to no. keep up more a little yeah. well we've both been watching a lot of stuff that we need to talk about yes we do see i i, I thought it was well there's nothing star trekky on right now so tony doesn't have anything to talk about are you kidding lower decks <laughs> yes exactly that and uh prodigy new season yeah so. new season of prodigy so. New season of Discovery on the way. Mm-hmm. Trailers for Star Trek Picard. Yeah, so you're, we, I think I guess I'm there's something to, to talk about. Then. I'm good to go. All right, we'll get this back on the road then. All right, so once again, like we say at the end of each and every episode, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy. Classic Hits, WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com. Via the TuneIn Radio app. Or say Alexa, play Classic Hits, WTYE. It's all online. Classic Hits, WTYE, with the news that matters to you. Visit WTYEFM.com and follow us on Twitter at WTYE News. The news you trust, the music you love. Classic Hits, WTYE.